It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Next to me isn't the Pharaoh. This is the great sunny beach. But we're excited to announce the great band Wisteria Hall along with Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer, Coco Beware.
sometimes love what you feel like it just feels big that's right first you think you're so strong but something goes wrong it feels like a great big mistake sometimes love feels just right it feels so real it feels just like a You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com, 866-7-CAST-NOW. That's 866-7-CAST-NOW, QuickCast. Star in your own success. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in the Monty Nefaro Marathon Minus uh, one Jesse Ventura. Uh, Super producer Jeff, how are you? Hey, Jeff. You're doing a great job. And by the way, incredible job with the great guest. Jeff, I love the backdrop. With Wisteria Hall. Thank you. Great job. Before we get to the star that we have in, the great Coco Beware. H-O-F. H-O-F. HBO, the Way Down follow-up explores. Now, we have spoken a couple months back about the Way Down, about a church that believed that if you were overweight, Okay. That you couldn't serve God what? in the proper way. Okay. And it became a very popular church. If you're overweight, you can't serve God. Correct. Okay. Wow. Go on. Uh, Gwen Chamberlain, who was the leader of that church, what? right? Uh, that was her belief. Okay. And they had a ton of followers. And we'll get to Coco on A ton on of followers. If you're overweight, you can't serve God. It's a huge, a ton. It's a huge church. A ton of followers. Well, anyway, last year, right. her, plane, right. her plane crashed along with her husband. Um and they passed Was away. the plane weighted down? Okay, we'll keep going. Uh, <laughs> they passed away last May. So, right. Some people consider her a prophet. Some people consider her prophet. crazy. Some yeah. people actually thought she was a devil. Uh-huh. Uh, some people in the show thought it was God's intervention of her evil ways. No. No. Well, hold on. Let me All get right. to the question. Please. Okay, You're drinking too much already. Oh, obviously. But See, Jeff, here tango. we go. Go ahead. Do you believe in God's intervention? God would. I don't believe that God would intentionally uh, crash their plane. 
if that's what you're asking me. So what uh, I asked you, I asked you, do you believe in God's intervention? Yes, I do. But it depends on the circumstances and, and the act of intervention. Go ahead. I'm not sure what that even means. Well, it depends on the circumstances and how God allegedly intervenes. You believe when in Hitler interve- was taken down right. by the Allies, it was God's intervention. That's how I see that. Now, as far as this goes... So why wouldn't this be God's intervention? Perhaps it was, but I think it's murky waters, and I don't want to touch it. So with Hitler... Honest, honest, uh, intoxicated answer. Okay, that that is an intoxicated answer. Yes, but it's honest. But you know what? I'm going to go to Coco. It's honest, right, Coco? I first want to say, well, I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty (laughs) DeFaro, who sang the wonderful song Piledriver, along with Hall of Famer Coco Beware. Yes, sir. Catch Wisteria Hall songs uh, such as In My Dreams This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Please hit like and subscribe, Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro. Catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, the Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Hear us, uh, see us on the Twitch TV, Monty DeFaro page. And if you're lucky enough to live in New York, catch us on 150, Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 and Saturday at 11.30 p.m. And catch us on Channel 20, Tuesday at 1 a.m. So here we go. We have the great Coco Beware, sir. Thank you for coming in. You're welcome. So, my friend, I will ask you this. Do you believe in God's intervention? Sure, I do. How about a time in your life that you can give us an example? Well, just when I was uh, really just down out of it one time, God helped me to get back on the right track. And when I was just completely just thought that no one loved me and everything I was going through, hard time and stuff. And just God, just sometimes he, he, uh, he can show you if you, if you want some help, he can show you the way. Was God always in your world or did he come later? How about during the days of God, WWE? God was, he came later. Okay. And stuff like that. Yes, I was part of the devil and stuff like that. And and uh and I did some bad things in my life that I that I'm not proud of. And we all have. But uh but the way this turn the way you can turn this around, you gotta you gotta believe there's a savior out there that can can help you. And when when you go to your your best friend or whatever, they can only do so much. They only can pray for you, but God can heal you. So that's why that's what happened to me. And when I was just completely, when I left WWE, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't, didn't even know where I was gonna be at. Didn't know nothing about my life anymore because I've been so used to the wrestling business. And man, I just completely just was doing just drinking and stuff like that, smoking or whatever. And and one day, or one night rather, I went home. My wife and kids was gone. And and I the lights was off. In fact, the power was off in the house. And I'm just 
fumbling through the house and just kind of, kind of just, wow, just trying to find the bathroom and all that stuff. And uh, I finally found the, the, the bathroom, and when I, I, I looked, I went over and washed my hands and stuff, and I looked at, looked over on the dresser, on the sink there, there was a flower. The flower was leaned over. And God just gave me this message and said, Coco, put some water on that flower. And I put some water on that flower. And that flower, I looked at that flower, it was like, it was down just like I was. I was down on, I was down on my luck. The flower was down on this luck. And I put the flower, I put the water in the flower, and I went back in my room, and I started praying, praying to God, take this disease away from me, take it away. And the next morning when I woke up, I felt just a big re- relief in my life. Then I walked back into the bathroom. Don't you know that flower was standing straight up? You know, you can't tell me that's, there's not a God out there that can, can help, can heal us when we really, really need him. And I've been, I've been running for the God ever since. And I play in, the, I play in church now. I, I'm in a male course. I play lead guitar at New Shelby Baptist Church in Carrierville, Tennessee. And uh, and I just I, I'm just a motivator for God now to all our entertainers, people out there, the wrestlers, not just the wrestling business, but all or everybody, if entertainers, or if they're not entertainers, just people in general. I'm I'm the I'm your role model, and I'm your role model, and I'm your motivator. That I want to talk to you if you can't get back on the right track. Yes, you can. You can get back on the right track if you do, if you believe in God. Because I'm telling you, my ship was sinking. I'm talking about sinking. And that's the reason why people say, Coco, you don't, you don't even look the same, man. You look good. You look great. I said, it ain't. Coco done died. And God has taken over. Do you feel it ironic that, you know, the 80s, the 80s conference this weekend out in New Jersey, there's going to be a ton of people there, and you're still beloved after all these years. Do you feel it ironic that during the, your time in WWF, as you refer to, you know, this is before your, your revelations, that the love that the fans have for you during your dark times you know, now that you've, you know, had a revelation from God, the dark times have, le- have led to so much love. The fans still absolutely love you. Well, the fans don't know. Okay. They don't know. Like, I, I don't know what, what they've been through. But it's fa- it's some fans out there has been in my situation. And I done been in their situation. And they can tell you about the love of God. Big time. 
I mean, this is not a joke. I'm not play. I'm not playing with Absolutely. God. This is not a joke. Absolutely. That, that I'm going to sit here and, and, and say this and say that about about God if I don't really mean it. Did that experience definitively lead you to lead you to church? I mean, did that bring you to well, church? Well, I was already raised in the church. I just backslid. Okay. From a kid. You know, my parents and all that, you know, we went to church and all that stuff. But, you know, when you got grown, you go to church when you want to. You know, and then you could do whatever you want to when you're grown. When you're out on your own. So that's the reason why that I I took that step. But you know what? But I'm so glad that God got a hold of me in, in the right time. And I tell everybody, get God if you want if you want to make it in life. And I know it's going to be hard if you don't think that you can pray. You pray hard enough and really want to, want some help. You watch and see God will bless you. He's a miracle worker. He will bless you big time. I I, I even thought about my my financial, you know, coming up, you know, with the other wrestling business and stuff. I can't, I'm not going to call any name because God don't want me to call any name. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to still make it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to beg God for a big man. You know, it's interesting you bring that up. I caught you on Hannibal a couple of months ago. Uh, mm. I don't know if you remember that Ooh. interview, right? Ooh. Right. But the one thing that came across, you, you look like, you know, again, a lot of times with these shows, they want this dirt all the time or this wrestling dirt or for you to say something bad about people. And that's I noticed, the devil. That's the, right. that's the mark of the devil is, is what the, they, they want you to say something, you know, and just keep some more stuff stirred up. More you stirred, worse it stinks. Right. But so, yet, but yet you're on those podcasts. Do you feel a conflict? But I feel okay with the uh, okay. I feel okay because you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I want to say. Sure. And then I'm not, but I'm not gonna hurt nobody's feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you seem very, uh, very guarded, right? Um, your persona back when you were a wrestler, a very light going type of person, but a few times I've met you, um, you seem like a very guarded personality. Would that be fair? Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight up with you. Why? Because I've been reborn through the blood of Christ. I don't genuinely, have, I don't have to, genuinely. I just, I want to get to the crux of this. Genuinely reborn is a big difference from posturing. So this was this was the time that this happened for you, or? Well, when you you, you got to go through. That's some serious stuff, my you gotta friend. You got to go through some stuff. Okay. To know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. And see, that's a, yes. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You mm-hmm. got to go. If you ain't never been through it, how right. can you tell somebody? Right. Bingo. Bingo. You know, so th- that's that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why that I'm not gonna get out here. And and have a verbal talk back talk back talk to this what this person said what this person said about me mm-hmm. I'm going to come back and, and and throw stones right I'm not going to do it Have you ever wondered why wrestling Why did I go through this stage to get to where I'm at today Why did 
the Lord present me pro wrestling. But you know what? That's he give us ideals. Mm-hmm. You know, he give what you a, to make up your mind mm-hmm. what you want to be in life. Right. And that's what I wanted to be was a professional wrestler. I felt in love with it. And I'm still in love with it. Sure. I don't have anything against WWE. Sure. I don't have anything against no wrestling organization. I just wanted to, to go out there, and this dream came up in my mind as a kid that I want to make a whole lot of money where I could uh, live in this big old house and have it paid for and everything. And then, you know what, I don't have to worry about nothing else and serve God like I want to. Was that how it turned out? It didn't turn out that way. Okay. How did it turn out? Well, it turned out oh, I got the short end. The mm-hmm. money wasn't right. Okay. And I can't, I'm not going to expose again. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk about that. Understood. Because that's between WWE right. or WCW, whatever, and me. Right. Relationship you know, with or Vince. any wrestling Relationship with Vince currently. Right. What is your relationship with Vince currently? Just curious. Good. Good. Okay. I'm gonna say it's good. And Troy Biden, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. I, you know, like I told you, the money part, it wasn't right. But I can't say, since I've been born again, and got a new life mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. I can't hold it against Vince. Because he did what he wanted to do, and if I have, if I had been in them same shoes, maybe I would have did what I had to do. Right. So, right. but right. each and every day, each and every day, it's on his mind how he treated us. Guilt is 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 is, is hurting him. Vince McMahon, good person or bad? Well, you know what? He was a good person. Okay. I mean, for as I know what I'm saying, and and I'm not sitting here just to cover him up. I'm telling you, he was good. Me and him worked out together in the gym and all that stuff. He was he was good. I didn't really get to really get get to really get close to Vince. Okay. Like you know, just really just got close to him. But when I did talk to him, we had some good conversations together. And we had some bad conversations with some that. What was it like having an argument with Vince McMahon? Well, you're not going to win. Oh, well, that makes sense, right, Mike? Pretty much? Depends, right? <laughs> well, you're, you're not, I mean, what Get I'm pretty saying, heated you, or? Well, it don't, it, uh, not really heated, just, okay. just. State your case. Right, right. Vince want to state his case. Would he hear you out? Sometimes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Coco, with the AEW uh, coming along with the Owen Hart tournament, which kind of makes me ill because I feel Owen Hart is a WWE legend, so I'm not sure what AEW is doing. But uh, tell me about high energy with Owen. What memories do you have to share with Owen Hart for us? Owen Hart was a great. He was he was the the whole family. I want to say go, just go back. Let's go with the whole Hart family. It was great to me. You know, Owen better than Brett. They was the same. Okay. 
they, they, they gave me the respect. And that's all I can ask for, you know. Even with uh, Stu Hart or whatever, his dad loved me. You know, I wasn't that type of bully guy. I wasn't that guy to, that thought I was badass. Your, or, thought, your thoughts when Owen fell from the ceiling? Well, I thought that, that was uh, when I heard about it. I was hurt. I, I was hurt over it, and I said, "What happened? What happened? Something must. They didn't do something right." Vince deserved the blame. The uh, blame for this incident. Well, well, the, the better, I think the better question on that is, uh, we were discussing this earlier when Owen passed away. They continued on with the show. Okay. Do you think they should have stopped the show? Well, I think I think they should have. Why? Because there was something. If if something happened to so one of you all right now, okay, you think the show, this broadcast, is still going to go on the same night, knowing that your your best friend just just died, just fell out of the chair. And you here it is, you uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're still going on with the broadcast. Is that fair? So, when you put it that way, it's a little fucked up. Well, so yeah. when you when you when, when you, you look at that way, when you look yeah. at it, right? Mm. There's two ways. Vince cares about the fans and Very doesn't want them to be disappointed. There's not a right. show. The show must go. But on. he has to also okay. care about the wrestler. True. Does that make Vince McMahon a bad person for carrying that yeah, on? Or what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm just gonna say. I just thought maybe. Uh, Truth has it that, or at least legend has it, that Vince asked the locker room when it happened, do you want to carry on? Do you feel that Vince McMahon did, did he that? Did ask him that? That's what the stories say. Do you, so, did, does Vince strike you as the, uh, the kind of person who would ask the, the roster when it happened, do you want to go on? Well, does see, that sound like Vince to you? Well, you know what? That could sound like Vince. Okay, that, that but does could. it sound like Vince from your experiences? You know with what? Vince? If if he's the right kind of guy, okay, I would have asked probably asked the talent. Everybody. Do you think he did? Because these are rumors. I can't confirm this, but do well, you see, think? Well, see, the thing I can't confirm it either because okay. I wasn't there. What's your gut read? What's Coco's gut read? Did Vince? Add, you know, do you think he did? Your uh, gut read. I'm just asking for yeah, your gut I don't, read. I really don't think. I don't know if he asked him or not. Mm. Fair enough. Fair Coco, enough. fan Don the Barber is asking. By the way, the fans Don the love you. Thank you for being on the show. They yes. really appreciate it. Thank you for their Friday night. Yes. Uh, he's asking, Coco, how did the Steve Kern fight start? Oh. See there, guys? Hmm. I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. Because it's, it's like. Too real? Well, throw about it. It's just dirty water under the bridge. Okay. And and I want to move on. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I want to move on because Steve Kern and we all have made up. Right. So I don't want to keep throwing a stone. So you guys are cool. Everything's cool. I'm cool with it. I mean, okay. what I'm saying, I'm cool. And you know what? How'd that convo go? I mean, well, how did that go? Like, well, you hey, know. throw about it, though, when you... When you're a child of God, and you run across your enemy, mm. and you talk to him about it, mm-hmm. 
and you go to them and say, hey, man, I, I don't know if you, know, you, you got the wrong idea or whatever, you know, just, you know, because you, you and I have never had no beef or anything like that, you know, but I want to say as a man, man, I want, I want to apologize, mm-hmm. whatever happened. I say you can hold this. You can hold this the rest of your life if you want to. I said against me. I said, but I'm not holding anything. It's 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 in the trash can, and uh, even with a lot more uh, guys that I had a, a few with, it's all that stuff is in the trash can. I'm not bringing up this dirt no more. If if they bring it up, you ain't gonna hear from Coco. Sure. Now, they can bring it up if they want to, but you're not going to hear my end of the story because that's what that's what the, the world wants. That's what the devil wants me mm, to do. Sure. Keep it going. Keep sure. it stirred up. Yeah. It's over. So, Coco, you're a Hall of Famer, well-deserved. You were one of the great entertainers in professional wrestling. But I'm sure you're aware a lot of fans, they felt like, before you should have been inducted, wrestlers like Sam Martino or Koloff, Ivan Koloff, should have gone in before you. You're human, right? You feel, you hurt, right? And those kind of comments, I imagine, could bother you. Um, what's your feedback to the fans out there that, that, that say these type of things, maybe these pro wrestling experts? That's the player haters. They part of the devil's den. They even he, they even hate their their own self. They hate their own self doing something, doing something nice. They even hate their own friends. They only hurt hate uh, hate their own uh, 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 relationship you know, kin folks, their families. They hate for them to grow. That's why when people say something like that, they hate to see you guys grow. Nobody wants to see you t- you two guys there grow. Especially mm. locally. Go on. No, this, it's yeah, a, he's right. It's a good point. He's right. But I guess I guess my were you surprised p- when you got into the Hall of Fame? I, mean, I was sh- surprised because it took him twenty years to put me in there. Did you think right away I should be in? How long were you thinking to yourself? Well, when I, am I, I going to get the call? I, I thought mean, that I thought that when they started coming up with the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That I should have been in the Hall of Fame. Wow, in 1993, he's already it, thinking that. Well, it, honestly, interesting. It, okay, it, it made sense to me, right? First, tell me why, please, Mr. Monty. Tell me why Coco Beware is an obvious first ballot Hall of Famer. Tell me. Spell it out for the fucking people at home. He please. he was one of the great entertainers Absolutely. in the sport of wrestling. Absolutely. The first pro wrestling album, you had a oh highly oh popular God. song, which started there. All over. It was uh, on MTV, for God's sakes. You, you, you were the envisionment of the WWE. So understanding, as a wrestling purist, some people are, I'm not, I can understand that they thought Koloff should be in. They think San Martino well, be in. Koloff and San Martino but should be in. But one isn't, one isn't with... inclusive right. with the other. Right. So Coco Beware, let me put it this way. If I'm on the street and you're not a wrestling fan, this is the Coco Beware show, so it's not the Mike Monta, but I quickly say this. Sure. 
Especially during the If 80s, you ask who Ivan Koloff is, right. I would say four people might know. Right. Fair. If I say Coco Beware, right. I would say nine out of ten yeah, people especially during the know 80s. who Coco that Beware is. That is for shit sure. And that's Absolutely. why I say, sir, you deserve it. And yeah. I've always felt like you deserve it. Is Coco it. the E in entertainment? Absolutely. So that's that's my answer to you. Right. Well, I appreciate that. Right. Well, and you know what? For a little bitty guy. Little I'm, bitty? I'm you? A, a comparison okay. to the home right. of the Giants. Fair enough. In, Fair w, enough. in, in WWE. Fair enough. When I went there in 86, mm-hmm. uh, I brought a whole lot to the table. For sure. That offered Vince McMahon. That blew Vince McMahon's mind. When I when our last conversation, Vince asked me, he said, Coco, is there anything else you'd like to add to your gimmick? Frankie. And I I said, you know what, Vince? I said, my wife is going to kill me. And I went in my shirt pocket and I flipped out this Polaroid picture. Mm-hmm. And I showed it to Vince. He said, you want to carry a, a bird around? Wow. And I said, yes. Wow. I said, Vince. This here is going to help me to get over. This here is going to help me to get up there, stay up there with Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, uh, Ronnie Piper, all the big stars. This was your idea, not that was Vince's. My, it was my idea. And Vince immediately went with it. Yes, he did. Sweet. Sweet. Yes, he did. Sweet. He bought the whole package of the Birdman Coco Beware. Mm-hmm. How uh, accommodating was Frankie taking him from home? And bring well, him about on it, the I didn't road. Ha- I didn't have. Let's go back. Okay. I didn't have a bird to listen. I showed him the picture. Okay. And then Vince said, "You know what? I will buy you the bird." Vince purchased Frankie for you. Yes. Wow. And then and then he said, uh, "You can pay me later or whatever." <laughs> pay me just, later. Just what, okay. You know. Okay. But he, he never did. You know. What was it like developing a relationship? What previous pets did you have? You never, did you ever have a parrot before? No, no. So what was this like? Okay, uh, here's my new talent enhancement but that's going to help put me over. Well, see, I, and I was I was the bird man already because I had I had this parrot. Right. I had this parrot on my on my tights. Okay. And and that's what I wanted in the small league. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted that parrot. I was wanted to take it in Miss South Wrestling under the promoter Bill in Watts. In the small league during the territory yes. days. Yes, and Bill I wanted Watts. to take, I wanted Very to nice. take this, you know. But I never got that. I never got that opportunity to, to okay. talk to Bill about it. Okay, fair enough. And then when I when I got Vince invited, jumped on it. And when I got invited to to come up and talk to Vince. Wow. Well, you know what? Wow. That's what that's all that. It opened a can of worms. I mean, just boom. It, it went out there. It went crazy. Frankie is basically family to you, obviously. Yeah. You, know, you, you must have very deep feelings for Frankie. I love Frankie. Yeah, you, what I'm did saying. Did you get another bird? You told the story on, of his uh, very yeah, I, tragic I, demise. Right. I mean, you, you replaced, well, there's no such thing, but you had another bird after that's still with you? Today? Yeah, I got another bird. Frankie got, okay. died in, a, in my house fire and stuff. Right, and right. The Frankie we we all were, we all you know, knew and sure. stuff and it, okay. but I got Frankie Junior is just, just another carbon copy of right. Frankie right and and just I mean just as intelligent as mm-hmm. Frankie mm-hmm. I mean he's already trained 
He goes inside his cage or whatever. He comes out, whatever. I mean, I mean, you know, that was my whole gimmick. Sure. And sure. and uh, nobody gave it to me. What I'm saying. Right. Vince right. did not give it to me. This South Wrestling did not give it to me. World Class Wrestling didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave me that mm-hmm. gimmick. You gave but, it to yourself, and then Vince McMahon. But the power of God right. put it in my brain, Beautiful. in my mind. Beautiful. So last time you were on the show, um, right after you came on, Butch Reed came on afterwards. You had that long run in the Mid-South with Butch Reed. You kind of two were together. The great Butch Reed. For a long time. Sure. Um, you know, we lost Butch. Right. Can you tell us some stories about Butch at all? Butch, is, he was he was just a good character. If you know Butch, he, you know he always loved to crack jokes and stuff like that. He loved loved to drink and stuff like that. I mean, and and he's so easy to to really get him upset, you know, and, and because it don't take much to get him really get him going. I mean, he'll fight in a minute. I mean, you talking about somebody a, a fight? You kind of just say the wrong thing. That's on. <laughs> right. you, you know, but other than that, he's a sweetheart. Uh, you speak to him in later days, you know, towards the end of his life, were you guys still? You know what? No, we did not because uh, uh, I didn't know. I saw him like every six months, just sometime eight months, and he was he he was getting involved with his, him and his son. They was they was they was together, and. Course, we every time we ran into each other, it was just like a family reunion. We loved each other, loved on each other, and stuff like that. And then at the end of the night, okay, you know, we all got to depart. Underrated Hacksaw Butch Reed, what, what say Coco? Underrated, underrated, yeah, a little bit historically, not enough love, or what, what he, do you didn't, think? he didn't get the uh, he, he didn't get the big push. That he should have gotten world champion material. I believe so. Okay, I be honest with you. I he was know. close, man. Well, 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 I, I'm with you on that. Hold on, natural butch read, part of doom. It was I'm not so sure he didn't over. have such a great. No, career. he, he had a pretty good over. career. I'm, I'm talking about. That, I mean, big champion, big foot, like, big football player, stuff like that. Yeah, and then, badass. And then, yeah. uh, yep. If uh, if Bill Watts can make you. And lose in Miss South, like he did JYD, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and made Butch a big name. Why? Why come? Why the other guys can't Bill fall in Watts, line? Thumbs up or thumbs down? What's say Coco? It's, it, on, 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 on stuff like that, Bill Watts is thumbs up. Thumbs up. But some okay. something Bill Watts is down. Right. Okay. Just like everybody, right? More good than bad, Bill Watts. Yeah. Yeah. He was more good. Okay. That works. That works. So, look, as we get older, we were talking this before, um, we all suffer loss, right? You have your family and wrestler, wrestling and everything else, but you lost your first wife to uh, to cancer, right? Right. Um, can you tell us a little story about that, your relationship with your first wife? How did, how did that go, uh, working, being around someone who's well, we terminally had, we, ill? We know? was married in uh, 1983. Mm. And uh, in a little old town of Carrierville, Tennessee. Okay. And uh, she was the first black queen on on the football field. Mm. You know that they crowned. Okay. Very beautiful woman. I mean, you know, 
everybody spoke highly of her, and we had uh, two lovely boys on our own, and we adopted a little girl. And one day, we was just, this is on a Saturday. One day we were just talking, having fun, you know, out shopping or whatever. And we got in back in the car. She said, she said, hon? I said, yeah. She said, I want you to fill up on my breasts here. And I'm going, okay, what's going on? She said, no, just feel. And I felt up, up under her, her breast, and this great big knot was hard. I'm talking about hard. And I'm going, oh, my God. And I said, honey, we have got to get to the doctor quick. And this was on a Saturday. Monday morning come, we're going, we going to the doctor. She said, I, "I've just been going. I've just been going along with it. I mean, it ain't been bothering me or nothing like that. I've been driving, you know, going, you know, going back. She was kind of like a school teacher and all that stuff. And uh, I said, No. We're going to the doctor. That Monday, we got into the doctor. The doctor, they checked her out. They they did uh, what they call that." Uh, uh, CAT scan and found out it's a tumor and so the doctor said she's at a stage 3 and I might could, can heal her I might him he said I might could fix it he said he said something that I'm just trying to get it right he just said well it's, we're a little late but we're not that late to to uh, help her out. So I said, I said, oh, okay. He said, I can't promise you anything. He said, but this thing got to be taken care of right away. So he started working on her and start giving her treatments and and, and uh, he said, you, we're gonna have to shave our hair. I said, because it's it's cancer. He said this. Beautiful hair. She, I said, Doc, she's got beautiful hair. You, you want? You got to shave it. He said, Either you want to shave it. He says she's gonna lose her hair once we give her story, give her the radiation, and chemo. And I said, Oh man. So she, she lasted. She lasted for six months. Mm. Hmm. And then we went back to the doctor. That night, she must have got up 20 times or 30 times, 40 times out of the bed. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go. And she go, she can't, she can't go. She can't use the bathroom. And then she'll jump out of the bed again. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And, and I said, we're going back to the doctor and see what's wrong with you. So I took her back to the council doctor, and uh, the doctor took another CAT scam on her. He said, Mr. Ware, you got to check your wife in the hospital. 
said she got to go in the hospital right now. Said her intestines is all twisted. I mean, it's, it's twisted and got the medicine she's been taking. They all, it's done clogged up her intestine. And ain't no, and can't nothing come by there and bypass. Because I went to Walmart and I bought everything it took to get our system clean. And and uh, she, and she still wasn't right. And then he said, he said, look at here, see here how your intestines are. The medicine she says she's not drinking enough water or something, cause it ain't flushing it back through. Now all this medicine and food is backing up. And said, Mr. Ware, if if she don't, if she don't, if we don't get this. Fix said, if it started coming out of her mouth, it's over. If her past started coming out of her mouth, and, and it's over. So when we put her in the hospital for three weeks, she was gone at fourth week. Mm. So my saying is, I took her to that clinic. Took her straight to the hospital. She never made it back home to her family to tell her kids goodbye. Did that test your love of God? But you know what? God don't make no mistakes. Mm. God don't make no mistakes. We come in this world with nothing. We going out with nothing. Mm. And we got. We all re- remember. We got to. We got to leave this world. I don't care how much money you have or whatever. We still got to leave this world. You going out with nothing. Not to take a turn, but. Um... How do you feel about Vince taking care of former wrestlers in that case, considering their health and well-being? Should, well, he is could, Vince responsible for uh, wrestlers' well-being in the long run after their careers are over? Well, he he had his picks. That's that's just the mark of the devil. Mm. You could you could uh, you could take care of whoever you want to. You know, but but when God says time to go, Vince McMahon got to step back. Vince McMahon can't stop God. He can't stop him. Can't nobody stop him. Because he said he's coming after you, he's coming after me, he's coming after everybody. When he get when it's time. Mm. So he giving us a time right now to do get on the good foot. Cause we gotta answer all the bad things and all the good things. That we have done in our life. Mm. Make it right. On that note, Jeff, let's take a a, uh, commercial break. We'll be right back. How you doing, all right? Yeah. Thank you. 
646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. That's right, folks. Canine Corral. For all your dog daycare and overnight care, call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. The Faro scene only here at Indie Music TV, where we have Hall of Famer, one of the greatest wrestles of all time, Mr. Coco Beware in studio. So, Coco, just to lighten up the moment, um, by the way, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, I think it's important for people to hear. And uh, I want to bring something to you about Randy Savage, right? You know, you got your push, they put you over. Some of the greatest wrestles of all time, Harley Race, Nikolai Volkov. But at some point, you had to wrestle Savage for the Intercontinental title. Was Savage, when you got that chance to wrestle Savage, was it scripted like all the other wrestlers said, or was he said, okay, let's just do our thing? Did he, or did he write out a script and tell you move for move what needed to be done? Well, that's the way Randy was programmed. I mean, he was, he was programmed with him in the. Uh... Steamboat did uh, WrestleMania three. I mean, Randy was—he didn't believe in no mistakes in the ring or whatever. He just—that just the way. That's where his talent was. He was, Randy was really—he was really, really a hard worker. No and one else was doing this though at the time. Not as much as Randy. Okay. What okay. I'm saying. There was guys that we—they knew the finish. They knew uh, some spots, but Randy would. But he would just go from one step at a time. Step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. All the way. Take it home. Boom. You have to raise your level working with Randy Savage, considering his preparation? or Oh, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying, Randy would hip you. All the top guys would hip you. Greg Valentine. Greg Tito, the Hammer. Uh, uh, Tito Santana. Uh, uh, Don Morocco, mm-hmm. all those guys, all of those guys, Bob Orton Jr. You know, you got a chance to work with them, man. Hey, you could tell the difference from from the superstars mm-hmm. and the wannabes, right? You know, I mean, it, it just just night and day. I want to bring up James Harris Kamala. Um, from what I understand, you actually. Is, I don't know if this is true. I think I read this, that you actually bought him a motorized wheelchair. Is that is that factual? Yes, I sure did. So Kamala or, or James, right? In, in, again, we're just fans. So you read all these things. You don't know what the truth is, what what isn't the truth. But the, always the rumor was is that James was taken advantage of throughout the uh, 
throughout the entire industry. Financially. Financially. Well, uh, in some, James thought in somewhat, because I didn't see all of James' checks, mm. number one. Mm-hmm. And I saw one or two of his checks. Because James and I was real, real close, close together. He would talk to me when he wouldn't talk to nobody else. And, but James is, he just had this theory in his mind that they was always trying to, they were going to mess over. And he watched for that. And, and, uh. What a great talent that he he got he got discovered through Jerry the King Lawler in Memphis, Tennessee. That night at the Miss South Coliseum, one night James Kamala was just coming down just to say hello to the boys, and he, Jerry Lawler stopped him in kind of in the hallway, said, "Go back home, just go home, turn around and go back." Told Kamala, Kamala's going like. At that time, he was Sugar Bear Harris. He said, what do you mean? No, I, I need you to go back home. I just turn around. I don't want nobody to see you. Go back home. He said, I'll call you. I got something for you. And that's what it was, that Kamala's gimmick, hmm. that they shot this video in behind Jared Jert's house because he had an all-wooded area back there. And it looked like it was over in Africa. <laughs> and it looked, I mean, it was looked apart. <laughs> and when the big giant, when Lawler painted that moon on his, on his belly and stars this was on in his, New Jersey. They filmed this. Where no, was this? This is in Tennessee, dude. In Tennessee, T- Tennessee. Yeah, it looked like. Well, yeah. And, uh, okay. And here, right. and here it is. I bought it. <laughs> yeah. And here it is, Uganda with the big spear and all that stuff with the hat and all that, and. James, it just fit his whole giving. He did it perfectly, and 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 he made us. James made him some money, but he felt he felt he felt like he was being mistreated. Cause, and I don't know. See, this is the way I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I, and I'm I'm being straight on this part. Sure. I don't know how James even knew what. His opponent made, meaning Hogan, but like, okay, like Hogan, right. okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, I don't like to call names. See, uh, that's fine. I will, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Hogan, well, uh, like Hogan or anybody else. Okay, fair enough. I don't, you know, fair what enough. I'm saying. But all he got to do is hear somebody mention, then he gets really offended is mm-hmm. if his check is low. Right, mm. right. And he'll take it and run with it. Right, right. But did you witness him being excessive with his partying or anything? Because I mean, the way it seems to go down is is that Kamala didn't manage his money. Is that fair? Or, I mean, not to pin you in a corner, but is that fair? Well, he, I guess he 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 managed it pretty good. I mean, he's got a he's got a home down there now, and his wife is living on. Right, right. And, you know, right. if you're lucky enough in this wrestling business to pay for a home, I think you're doing darn good. 
if, if you Did home- Vince excel his character or repel his character? I feel that he enhanced his character. At the end of the day, Vince McMahon, do you feel that Vince well, McMahon he, did a good job with Kamala? I thought he did. You know what? Like I said, I don't know because I never did. I saw maybe one one of James' checks. Mm-hmm. And I, no, I'm just saying as far as his wrestling persona. He yeah, put but him what over. I'm saying, though. He was, put him over. But, but Jane, they put him over and all that stuff. Right. But Jane was like this. Jane would feel like if he worked in a program with, 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 uh, with Hogan mm-hmm. or Randy or anybody, mm-hmm. And the program is getting ready to die off. James will go home, mm-hmm. and Vince have to call him. Mm. So James, where are you going? Where, where are you at? <laughs> okay. Well, I thought y'all was finished with me. Okay, because mm. nobody said nothing. Mm. You know, after he done put Hogan over, you know, he just thought, well, he's he's going down. They're not going to do nothing with me. Was there a higher ceiling for Kamala? Because that seems to be what a lot of people bitch about. Oh, he got underpaid, and maybe he should have been given. Was he going to be a world champion or something? Did I miss something? Well, for about it, he didn't care about that. He just cared about being fair with the money. Okay. You know, here it is, and that's where I come in at. Here it is. You pay this guy, and y'all work the same match. You mm-hmm. pay this guy twenty five, say twenty five thousand dollars. And pay me ten. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? And we both out there working in the same match. What about Hogan's star power? Does that count for anything? Well, the Hogan star power. But I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna say all of us was was star power. Okay. Because the wrestling fans, they only they mm-hmm. didn't come just see that one match. Right. Right. If they did, it was just would have been a, a Hogan and Andre mm. at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what about all the other matches? Yeah. Did Hogan enhance the wallet, though? Well, when you were working on a car with Hogan, you clearly made more money. I mean, any thoughts on, you know, Hogan's drawing power? I mean, he has to get the tip of a cap somewhere along the line, right? I mean, he's Hulk Hogan. Well, you know what? He was Hulk Hogan because they made him. They made, they they could push who they want to push. True. True. You know? True. So... While James was in there working with Hulk Hogan on, on main event, he expected to make him about the same kind of money. Mm. Or he he was he would think he was kind of upset w- when he wrestled against Jake, and Jake made more money. But that was that was him. But I like I say, for as for as his wrestling checks, I can't say that James one treated fairly. But I can't say that. But you did say it looks like he was well taken care of. He had a house and his wife lived well, in Well, I, I said that. He he did buy a house. Mm, sure. And and throw about it, though. But the thing of it is, I don't know nothing about James's checks. Gotcha. Right. Before the Farrell's final question, Coco, I want to thank you again for being on the show. You are a legend and a great human being, and we're wishing you the best tomorrow at the WrestleCon. I'm sure Fans are going to be, it's going to be nonstop for you. But I did want to share one thing. Fan out there said, M. Mora says, Thank you for sharing your story about your beautiful wife. I myself have lost my wife to cancer. Your story helps heal all people who have experienced loss in their life. God bless you, old friend. Thank you. God bless him. All right, Farrell's final question. Don't know what he's going to ask you, and it's not scripted, so. 
Good luck, Mr. Coco. Beware. Oy. Okay. Well, Vince likes to make sure that the E in WWE Entertainment is, is completely hammered home. I consider you one of the forefathers of the entertainment aspect of professional wrestling. Name for me, Coco Beware's Mount Rushmore of entertaining wrestlers. Not necessarily the best guy in the ring, not the Bret Hart's, not the Kurt Angles or whatever. Name me your version of the four greatest, since you were a hell of an entertainer, the four greatest pro wrestling entertainers ever. Coco, Mount Rushmore. Well, I, well, I can say myself. I can Fair say enough. Ric Flair. Okay. Ric Flair was great. Okay. Uh, no argument. I could say uh, back in the day, uh, uh, Adrian Streak. Adrian Streak? Wow. Wow, yeah. look at that. He, wow. He, I'm a little surprised at that Nice. One. He okay. Was, he was a, he was a, sh- a showmanship right. in, in the ring. All right. And it could work his butt off. Wow. Fair enough. And, you know. Who else you got? And uh, I could say uh, uh, Tito Santana was was a good wrestler. Damn. But but he won that that really that showmanship type. Well, that's what we're after. Yeah, we're I know. After that. But he was a he was a good wrestler. But uh, I'm trying to think who else. Did. Well, if Tito did it for you, then right. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, and be honest with you, uh, uh, man. I, the I, E in entertainment, Coco. I love, I love, uh, I love a uh, Cowboy Orton. Okay. You know. Okay. And and Bob could could entertain and stuff like that. I mean, and he could he could get down to business and all that stuff. I mean, you just. And George Steele, George okay. the Animal Steele. All right. He was a good entertainer. Would you buy an action figure doll of George Steele? Just curious. Mine. <laughs> Mine. What if you had to glue the hair on? Would you do that? Like, you know, accessories included, you put the hair on his back and stuff? Would you do that? Uh, for George. <laughs> See, there you go. It would have sold. With that, we want to thank you for joining us, Coco. <laughs> Enjoy your Saturday once Mine. again. Mine. <laughs> With the green tie. Elizabeth Purdy. All right, send us out, Farrell. You've been watching Monty and the Farrell. Thank you very much, Hall of Famer. Coco Beware. And until, what's the next show in like two seconds? In about 10 minutes, we've got Jose Luis Rivera. You've been watching Monty and the Farrell. And until about a few seconds from now, later. Mine. Mine. Green top. <laughs>